Are you developing IoT solutions? Get ready for tomorrow with Farnell, supporting your design journey from connecting smart sensors to the cloud to implementing AI. Find everything you need at Farnell.com. Enjoy this episode with Farnell, a global distributor of electronic products and solutions. Welcome to the Integrated Home, the podcast that's produced by the home integration community for the home integration community. My name is Jeff Haywood, and we're here at Integrated Systems Europe in Barcelona to hear all about a very special cinema indeed, a winner of the Best Home Cinema Level 2 in the Cedia Awards 2021. Welcome to the Integrated Home. AWE are proud distributors of Sony televisions and home cinema projectors, bringing you the best content from lens to living room. For more information, visit awe-europe.com. Today, we're delighted to be talking with Marc-Etienne Hunot from multi-award-winning integrator DSR to talk about project number two. Welcome to the show, Marc-Etienne. Thank you. Now, can you describe who you are and give some background on DSR? Yeah, DSR was founded 20 years ago now. We used to be cinema makers, home cinema makers, I mean. And we grew to include all the, the things now that came in, in Resi, so lighting, HVAC, um, access control, network. Uh. And you're based out of Lyon, is that right? Yeah, we, so we're in the southeastern part of France, which is a convenient position for addressing the ski resorts, for instance. Is that where you do a lot of your business, in the ski resorts? I would say half-half. Half of the customers we have, we work for their main residence around Lyon, usually. But it's, our business in the ski resorts is growing. It's, it's good business. We're here to talk about uh, project number two, this project, so when the client first spoke to you, what, what, was, the, what was the brief? The brief explains the, the number, because um, we, we did the first home cinema room for this customer 15 years ago. It was one of the first big home cinema we did. And he moved to another, to another house, he built a big, big house, and so there was this overbuilding from from the bottom up, a new room, while the, the, the previous one was somewhere behind the, his, in his basement. It was, uh, the previous one had lots of compromise. The new one was a real opportunity to start from scratch. So as a part of the, of the, the, the pitch was, let's, do, let's make a, a room that's gonna win on the world. It was a joke, but it turned out to be right. So that's one of the rooms that gets the more use. Um, for instance, when you do a home cinema in the in a chalet, it's only used on the snowy days or rainy days. Uh, he he goes to his room. And he by he I mean the whole family goes to his room on the base uh, for either movies, TV shows, or sports. He's a big fan of Formula One and soccer. So it needed to be. A multi-purpose room, in a way, and it it should it would work for either 
only him watching football, um, him and, and the missus watching a movie or the TV show, uh, friends coming over for, for football games. So. Okay, and this was the client's dream cinema? Yeah, I think probably now the, the dreams is even bigger because <laughs> he reached the first one. But yeah, it, uh, it, it's it's very large home. It's uh, I'm talking 1,000 square meters. So there was lots and lots of choices involved for him for for the fun. Uh, I mean, lifestyle, uh, styling, decoration, colors, uh, everything. And the the main interest he had in the, the house was the home cinema, the automation system. Everything else, he, he trusted the architect and the, the architect slash interior designer, the same one, to be right. But for the home cinema, he had this world. Okay, does that make it more difficult? A little bit of both, I think. But this project has been non-typical because um, usually the architect is is the pain. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's no other world. Most interpreters will tell you, the architect says, okay, that drawing, and you have to fit your system into that room, which, which I just designed. Uh, it, it's always been with this architect that we've been working for a longer time. Right? Um, it's always been the other one. He says, okay, give me your constraints, but, uh, the, the geometry, the position of stuff, speakers, projector, uh, what, di what distance to the first row, second row, and I'm gonna make it work. So, of course, sometimes the ceiling is too loud, you, you have to make some compromises. In this case, we had no compromises at all, so we just designed the, the in the empty space that was on the blueprints, we designed the, the home theater, and it made this drawing around. So, the customer was involved in the, uh, all the choices and he went to he really knew what he was expecting uh, plus the time frame was very short so it was not easy to, to fulfill everything but it, it drives you if you have the architect is on your side and the customer wants is is i agree is he was very pushy in, on many aspects but that's something that at least us that drives us and we say okay he wants that let's do that plus something and and he's going to be happy sure no i understand and you talk about the house being huge 1000 square meters what was the actual space of the room that you had to work with well the empty space in the drawings was about six by 12 meters and a very high ceiling and he needed a large sofa with two to four or five uh, spaces because that's how they they watch movies they are lying on the sofa okay so like a chaise long kind of yeah like a roman stuff eating grapes from the <laughs> <laughs> so it's the first row of four second row of six how early were you allowed to work on the cinema as part of the project? Was it right at the end of the project or were you working on it whilst the build itself was all going on? How did that work? Well, the, the house was built during the pandemics, so there, really, there was no time to do any work on the, on the cinema itself. 
And that's why I said it wasn't a very tight schedule because when the house was finally delivered, six months late, which was, which was it could have been way worse, given the fact that uh, the, the whole wall work was stopped during several months in 2020. So when the house was delivered, he said, okay, now, wait, when do I get my own cinema? Uh, okay, don't you want us to polish everything else first? No, 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 you get to work. Uh, do it by March the 30th. Uh, let's do it. Okay. And when a client says to you, design an award-winning cinema, what is going through your mind? Well, it was definitely not a no-budget system because I don't... I, I, I'm still looking, but I've never found a customer who's happy to spend whatever. And I think maybe these exist, but they, they're not the one who actually care about the, the home cinema. It's just one, one thing they have to, to, to have in their residence, but it's not going to be... I mean, if the point is to be expensive, it's not that interesting. But I guess we designed it uh, like it a bit like the home cinema we would love to have if we had a 1,000 square meter house and, and 80 meters <laughs> only for the room, but yeah, that's, that was probably the design direction. If you design a large home cinema, like it narrows the, the, the choice of products to a very short list because you need some power uh, especially if the room is going to be equalized, you have to have speakers which can handle the peaks and and you need badass amplification and, and there are only so many systems that can hi, uh, achieve the sound pressure level for, for a large, a large cinema like that. So we chose to go with the, the French manufacturer Divatec. Uh, the, the sound system is a Mac 5. They have Mac 1, 2, 6. Okay, very good. So talk to us about the placement of speakers and, and how many you put and where you put them. The layout is a 944. So okay. three main speakers plus six surrounds, two on the sides, two on each side, two on the back, and four, eight, or at most speakers as we call them now. Um, we managed to fit pretty much everything exactly in the angles that, uh, that are in the guides, like the Trino's speaker placement guide, which was the, the, the thing we checked uh, the design against. And how difficult was it to create a sweet spot in a large room like that? Because with two rows of a lot of people, you need to make it as good yeah, as possible. Yeah, it's almost three many. rows because... We have a back row, which is a, like a sports bar. Well, the larger the room, the smaller the, the problems for the acoustics, in my experience, because you don't have so many room modes. If the, small, the room is small, you have many modes uh, overlapping. With uh, 80 square meters one, you don't have so many. I mean, it, they are lower in the, in the frequencies. On the other hand, uh, it's not easy to have two rows and avoid completely being in nulls or, or the maximums of the, the sound. So we did two things. We installed some subwoofers on the sides, on the walls, 
add, uh, additionally to the first the, the, the front row of speakers and subwoofers. So we managed to mitigate the bass response over them. It's a little bit smoother. It's a multi-sub configuration that we are working on with Prenov, with the new algorithms in this room because it's the setup is interesting and, and I mean they're probably half as proud as we are of this, uh, this realization. So and yeah, speaking about the Trinov, it's uh, it's it's very interesting the, that kind of uh, the, that machine because if you calibrate it properly and for that Trinov uh, helps because they sent uh, Alexandre Garcia who is their sound engineer. Uh, he spent, we spent several days fine-tuning the system, trying to reach the first, then refining and refining and listening to stuff, just watching the, the, the curves and the, the measurements, even if we did that. And as a result, the, the sweet spot, um, it's not a multi-point configuration. We, don't, we didn't move the mic around and try to to give uh, weight to the uh, different places and and uh, have a mixed result. The, if it's properly weighted, the trinov gives a, a wide spot. I mean, probably if the room is not that wrong in the beginning, but so it that's the way we did it, uh, and we checked, and it, the the sound response is relatively even uh, even on, uh, on the wide six seats second row so all good it's a box in the box we have a complete paneling system on the walls the ceiling is completely composed of custom-made panels uh, the carpenter was uh, amazing so uh, he, he built all the seats and it's like a giant puzzle and we have three or four kinds of acoustic panels from absorbent to diffuser, depending on the locations. And in the ceiling, we have some custom ties, if you will, uh, with the surround speakers, the top speakers, aimed at the listener from the ceiling. What about the, the size of screen and the, the, the considerations of what projector you were going to use? He was eager to have at least the width of screen he had in this previous some cinema. It was in the basement. So it was about half the size of this one. So bringing the same angle of vision from the east seat was, well, like we went to the first room and we, we checked. We, we had checked on the, on the design and uh, the and we, we checked in real life. And we made sure it was just a tad wider. And he was wondering if he was going to go to with a widescreen like a 235 or 16 by 9 standard. It was 99% uh, our project, but he was, he was being curious. So he went to other dealers and had some proper demos. And he came, actually came back to us and said, okay, I like that, I didn't like that. Uh, what do you think of that? And so uh, it was, uh, I, I think uh, these guys helped us tremendously. We, we convinced him to go with the 16 by 9 screen because, I mean, for the Formula One and the sports, it's a no-brainer. And even the TV shows up, mostly in that, that kind of ratio. So 
and it turned out to be to make a 4.5 meters wide screen so that's a big ass screen with acoustically transparent stuff you lose a significant part of the light because it goes through the screen so you have to match the product to that and once again it was pretty easy because there was only a very short list of projectors we could have used from Barco, Sony, Christie, stuff like that we have a strong partnership with Sony so we went for the top of the range so it's a native 4k projector it's a laser source it's very bright uh, it's completely concealed in the in the furnishing and in terms of the lighting do you want to talk a bit about the lighting in the room well we already had the whole automation in the in the rest of the house so Lutron lighting Lutron shades we just expanded the system control system and the lighting control system and most of the lighting is uh, LED strips uh, on the side so indirect lighting plus you have some down lights because you need some lights if you want to read a book just check the, the TV guide that's even something now but you need some down lights so it's pretty basic it's it's daily controlled because now everything properly dimmed is daily controlled, I think. And, and we insisted on getting some drivers from Eldoled because we needed the 1% dimming. That's the thing in the home cinema, you don't want lights to come up uh, and start at 10% and blind you. So everything is, can be dimmed very, very loud, very smoothly, like the way it used to be with uh, old bulbs. Now, when architects and designers are involved in projects, they might come to you and say, um, we want these colours. How did that conversation work on this project? Well, it's, it's always the same. I mean, we, we try to get them to, to stay in the dark colours. Uh, on the other hand, we don't want yet another red, red or blue on cinema because that's that's something that you see in all the magazines and it's it doesn't look right so as a compromise this one is very is with very black wood uh, it's black matte wood everywhere when you walk in it's very subdued um, the the thing we insisted on was it was not to be um, overly blue or green or red or anything. It was going to be between grey and black. It turned out to be beige, which doesn't sound good, but it looks good. And that, that's the key, because everything is going to reflect back on the screen at some point. So if the carpet is red, the bottom part of the screen is going to be red. So that's no, that's no good. What about ventilation? You've got a lot of equipment in there. How, how easy was it to plan um, keeping everything cool? Well, the, the, the team was us, the carpenter, the electrician, and the guys from the heating and ventilation. The thing was, we wanted it to be very quiet, yet efficient. 
So the good thing is, above the ceiling, we had that large empty, empty space. And that's the key because long pipes, soundproofed, um, make for a very slow airflow. So we have large openings and the airflow is very, very slow. As a result, it's efficient. The temperature in the room barely moves and you cannot hear anything from, from the edge rack. Excellent. So, what are you most proud of with the project? That is a good question. Many things. Probably the. I mean, I could go with the, the multi sub design, uh, the fact that we had the surround speakers be custom made because there was nothing in the range that would fit the, the needs of the room. Um, the, the very. The very complicated and yet very interesting work we did with wisdom and uh, the fact that everything is concealed in the room you cannot see above the projector there is nothing that you can see but i guess it yeah i know that's that's going to sound a bit cheesy but it's the fact that the owner is very happy about it and he goes to the, this whenever he's home i'm i'm sure he's going to spend part of the night in there yeah that's something to be proud of and presumably when you told him, hey, we won a Cedia award, he must have been really proud. He was, and I got a copy for him. It's on his desk. How has he described the experience of using the room to you? Oh, he's a man of a few words, so there is no de description per se, but uh, the, the day we delivered the room, we had spent the day calibrating the sound the best we could between the carpenters moving stuff out and the guy laying the, the, the carpeting and everything. You can come in and gonna show you a bit. And we we fired the Le Mans, I think. And I turned to him, uh, he had a big smile across his face. He said something like, oh. And then he said, okay, uh, let's bring champagne. And he had a couple of bottles sent up and he offered champagne to everyone who was still there. So he wanted the carpenters, lucky for them. And after a while he said, yeah, it's very impressive. The next one is going to be even more impressive. Brilliant project. Thank you so much, Marc Etienne. DBM delivers experiences that go beyond the ordinary and suspend reality. From powerful loudspeakers to state-of-the-art projection systems, and from high-quality processors to exceptional acoustic treatment solutions and screens, DBM partners with pioneering brands, including Barco Residential, Complete Acoustic Treatment Systems, Display Technologies, Trinov, Waterfall Audio and Meridian Audio. We give you the very best high performance products for your home cinema projects. Like you, we're committed to achieving excellence. Visit distributedbym.com to find out more. Thank you, Marc Etienne, for talking us through this wonderful cinema room. A great project and a very worthy award winner too. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts 
and follow us on Instagram at Integrated HomePod, Twitter at IntHomePod, and Facebook and LinkedIn at the Integrated Home Podcast. The Integrated Home is brought to you with the support of AWE, Sony, distributed by Meridian, and Farnell. We are a Wildwood production. The Integrated Home supports Together for Cinema. Together for Cinema is an AV industry movement that designs and installs cinema rooms in children's hospices across the UK. In these special places, children, their families, staff and volunteers are now enjoying fantastic movie experiences together. We want to build more rooms in more hospices for more children. To do that, we need your help. Visit togetherforcinema.co.uk and find out how you can be involved to help make short lives that little bit better.